2: Welcome back. It is a special edition of WWL Sports Talk. We are live at the Ronces Market on Bootlegger Road in Covington. It's right off the Goodby exit. Pick up a flyer when you walk in. Get a coupon for $10 off of Angus Choice, a standing rib roast, and that will be a Merry Christmas. My cost joining the team out here this afternoon, and I have already caused problems. I mean, big problems. My This just shows you, this is old school and new school meeting. My laptop opened up, knocked over Bobby's coffee onto all of his newspapers. And if you know Bobby, that's a lot.
3: Doing all that work, I'm quitting. <laughs> i right. no, tell you, Hoss, I do a lot of work, and this is very discouraging where it's I'm at all, right now.
2: Whatever, everything that's wet is in my computer, I can assure you. The yeah. 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 notebook. There ain't no, 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 no
3: red. It, it ain't might like be you in your computer. Paper. It ain't all like that paper. I could get it like this in five it's seconds. It's right
2: there. It's going to okay, dry yeah, out.
3: Yeah. Okay, hope we, so.
0: we, we, we,
2: we, we got hope the logger back. So right now. I'm ticked
0: off at Hoss, I'll tell you right now. We're drying the paper off right now, baby.
2: That's right. Bobby said, it's going to hurt my Tuesday show. Your Tuesday show is about Tampa. We ain't no, talking about the Rams uh, no more.
0: No, it ain't. Well, it's a
3: coach's show. i got to ask some questions. What the hell happened against the Rams, don't
2: I? No. Six well, days later? Okay, he's well, asked, well, He's well, answered it five no, times.
3: it's the coach's show. It still might be four days late, but what the hell happened against the Rams? I want to ask some stuff what happened against the Rams. We got our ass whipped. I mean, I was very discouraged what happened in that game, considering we needed to win to control our destiny. No, okay, it's all right.
2: Do you, Bobby, g- get yourself dried off. I apologize. I didn't do it on purpose. I said it was a daggone accident.
3: No, I, I know you did, but, but uh, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm anal. I'm anal about that kind of stuff. Let's, no, go, let's
2: go with OCD. Let's go <laughs> yeah, with OCD. Yeah, yeah. No,
3: I am the OCD. My
4: wife tells me that all the time.
2: <laughs> let's go with OCD.
4: Okay,
3: Bob, uh,
4: the question I want to ask you what? is uh, you, you heard your old coach Jim Mora go off, or your yeah. old pal Martin Anderson. Your thoughts on that? It's Mora being Mora. Uh, uh, okay, he is who he is. That's not going to hey, change. Hey,
3: listen, Martin Anderson is one of my best friends. I played with him. Uh, I was there when he got inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We hung out at retirement parties and all that. Well, Jim Mora ain't changing. Uh, Martin Anderson's <laughs> a kicker. I mean, you might say, well, no, he's on the football team. He's, uh, that all counts uh, the kicker, the punter, but uh, Coach Mara is old school. Just kick the damn ball. Uh, no, they view that as uh, a lot of old school coaches is that a kicker is still not a football player. Now, Martin is very knowledgeable to be able to talk about football, but now Coach Mara made a statement. I don't know how many games Martin Anderson watched as far as the Saints. I know he's watching against the Rams. And it was a very disappointing performance, considering that uh, what the task at hand and what you needed to do to win. So Coach Mara said uh, basically, how can Mara, I mean uh, Martin Anderson, evaluate the Saints on one game? And so that's where I'm, Coach Mara ain't changing. He's 88 years old. You think he's changing his ways now? He's always been that way. That as a punter or a kicker, you're on the team, but that doesn't mean you're a football player. It'd be like you got to help us win, but you're a kicker. It'd be like a uh, Blake Groupie, uh, you know, uh, Coach Mara. Uh, I don't know if Sean'd be this way. Uh, Dennis Allen would be too nice. Sean hated kickers. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Every Deuce, one of them.
4: He would
2: be like. Just and, we, say, and he went through a few on, in 21. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, what he would do? Deuce, he would say, just make the damn kick. Yeah, just make the kick. <laughs> you know, it, it, he hated kickers. It, it was just like, you know, you got to have a little patience with them. But he, right. he hated kickers. Uh, uh, and it, not like only 21. I mean, he went through a few of them in 06. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Why when we you? first Yeah, we first got there. And then he, 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 he did not like kickers. Well, when you, when
3: you look at Garrett Harley, what he means to the Saints organization, put us into the Super Bowl and how clutch he was in the Super Bowl, it wasn't like he had a lifetime contract. <laughs> no, you, how long did Garrett okay, Harley last?
4: You, you don't have a civil service job with Sean if you're a kicker. No, hey, no. Uh, at 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 no civil service uh, with that. Uh, it's week to week, so to speak. Yeah,
3: yeah, you were you, you not
4: but, um, but lasting.
2: am lasting. is not going to change. He no. is
4: who
3: he is. No, it's and like old dog, new tr- And it was a great soundbite. He's
2: you digging can, harder into the trenches now. He's not, than ever. Right, forget ever. the whole, you
3: well, know, well, well, and the changing. Thing, and the thing is you have high fan ex- expectations. Uh, now, Coach Moore, you know what Coach Moore is going to do? I think Deuce and I do a, a little different. I'm never going to take the approach because uh, I, I was a player that I tend to take up for the players all the time or I'm going to take up for the coach. Coach Moore is still
0: a type of coach, he's a coach. Uh,
3: that, that takes up for the coach. He's a coach. You exactly. know what I'm talking he's about. He's a coach.
0: He's always going to be a coach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if he's not coaching, he's a coach. He has sat in that seat. He's called games. <laughs> right. He's made those decisions. So he's a coach, and he's always going to think like a coach. Right, whether it's good or bad, and so he's not necessarily
3: g- going to say, like, oh, changes need to be made now because he knows uh, what needs to happen. Now, uh, what happened um, was it Ian Rappaport uh, th- that uh, said, uh, I want to say uh, that right now Dennis Allen is in a good space. I'm like, what? I'm like a good space now, depending what happens against Tampa Bay and Atlanta. He could be in a good space, but l- let me tell you why it's not a good space. When you consider about strength of schedule and where we're at right now, and uh, you know, like, in the, and, and what you control your own destiny. Now you do not. Okay, so you, if you go from seven wins, let's say we sweep the table, and you go from nine wins. Okay, you go like seven wins. Uh, you go seven wins to nine wins. Okay, that is better. But is it about winning championships and not necessarily being relevant? Uh, the, you know, the, the reason why uh, I say that, uh, if I'm looking to find uh, these notes that but, I kept. But, Bobby, Bobby. yeah,
2: Bobby. Bobby. I'm going to pay for this for two more no, hours. No, no. i got to live with
3: no, this. No, It's no, just no, like, no, I, I got it right here. No, it, no, no. Uh, it's, uh,
0: not, it's not. It's easy on us, I get it as far as winning championships, um, but – Truly, in going into any season, whether we're talking this season, last season, three seasons ago, how many teams truly say that we've got a squad that can win a championship? You mean uh, as a recent? like uh, Any yeah, year. I think probably 7-8. No, I, I, At the I, most. I, 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 and,
4: okay.
3: it, it
0: ain't legit 7-8. No, no, no.
3: no, but it, no but I, I would think say, in that
4: number. No, I think uh, they
3: believe that. No, no, that, that's not true. Uh, that, 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 oh, no, not, no, 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 oh, no, 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 you, no, no. This you, is you, it. You, you the year got... won the Super Bowl, and, and in 2011, in the freaking
0: Nolan No Call. In 09, in 09, you didn't think that you could win no, a championship. No, no, but we, we thought in 11. Oh, in 11, 11, 11, you uh, thought uh, you uh, could uh, win a championship. 11 the 19. damn the damn Nolan No Call. Yeah, say two. So that's two. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, so so you know that you've got a squad that's good enough to win a Super Bowl. Most teams, when you talk about seven or eight. If we get in the playoffs, yeah, and we're healthy, we can we play. We got a within, shot. We got. We got, we a, got shot. a shot. I mean, but most teams going into the year, if they tell you, "Oh yeah, we've got a, we've got, we've got a playoff caliber team," it's the difference between a playoff caliber team and a Super Bowl caliber team. Because that's lip service. <laughs> well, well, uh, <laughs> uh, I got to uh, sell uh, something. Uh, uh, it's it's lip service. Uh, I, I, okay, I, I got to sell something. Well, the thing is, why the fans are ticked
3: off. Is because uh, look at the easy schedule, probably easiest in Saints history. But and look, and you look and the at other it,
0: thing on that though, going into the season, you didn't know it would be easy.
3: Well, I, I'm just looking at what they did even the previous year. It changes, but I thought we still should get. Uh, listen, okay, you playing one extra game. It's not nothing special if you go ten and seven. No, I, well, uh, I mean it's not, I like going, like, it's not like we're going like it's not like we going thirteen and four or something. We got ten and seven. I'm looking at right now in 2023. Uh, okay, yeah, we won.
0: We won against damn losing teams. Yeah, well, you look, uh, you, before we were, you can go through the numbers, yeah. you had played up the expectation. No, period. without a doubt, Bottom without off, a doubt. If you look at it, well,
3: okay, uh, teams are losing records. We were six and two. Okay, we six and two against teams are losing records. And then you look at uh, uh, like the winning or 500 records. We won in six. Yeah. Okay, and, and you look at it, and the nine competitor one and six we were in the losses. Uh, look at Texans, Jaguars, Vikings, Lions, and Rams. Uh, you know what? We never were leading for one second. In all those games, we were never leading
0: for one second, one minute. Yeah, I think the point, the point uh, differential like, when you look at it is like 140 to yeah. 58 or one, 140 yeah. to 60. I mean, uh, until, uh,
3: okay, we played teams with winning records. We never led for one second. I mean, come on. Uh, the, the games we won, well, if you're training in the right direction, we should be. But you know who we are? You don't ever want to be this. There's 32 teams. Deuce, we're we not bad, but we're not good. We're kind uh, of the right we middle now, of the pack. Right now, our offense is 15, our defense is 17th. We need our defense your, to be your, top and 10. Your, your, your
0: defense, has to, be, your, your defense yeah. has to be top 10. Yeah. Top, yeah. Five.
3: Yes. top, yeah, we're top like 10, 10, top 5. Yeah. I mean, but, that's what's discouraging uh, okay, right now. Okay, the other thing with Ian
4: Rappaport. Wasn't it the week before the Chargers played the Raiders? Wasn't his comment was the head coach of the Chargers was safe to yeah. the end of the year? He got the
3: crap kicked yeah, out of it. Yeah, him. so that's somebody yeah. telling him that.
4: Exactly. Somebody in the office, front office, tells him that. Yeah, And, yeah. and it's the right thing to say now because you're not going to make a change at head coach during the season. You make that decision afterwards if it hasn't been made already. But he and Rappaport don't have to know about it. Correct. Yeah,
3: he's just trying to get some scoop.
2: He's trying to get filler. Yeah, you throw 100 he's darts and five sticks. Right, 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 right. You know, nobody goes, hey, what about the other 96? And I'm not talking about Ian per se, because quite frankly, he's, no, he a does a really good a job. Bit yeah, than I'm the, not talking defined, about Ian, but I mean, yeah. anybody out there could throw 100 darts. Well,
3: Ian Rappaport, who's the guy ESPN. I can't think of his name right now. Um, chef? Yeah, uh, Chef.
2: Yeah, Adam Adam Shepard, yeah.
3: yeah. They, they all do the same thing.
2: Hey, Bobby, so we're clear. Garrett Hartley, you're asking about Garrett Hartley? Yeah. He kicked in 08. Then with the Saints in 09, out of the league by 2014. <laughs> yeah. Kicked in 2013, and then he kicked just in two games in 2014. So, New Orleans from 08 to 13, two games in Cleveland, done.
4: And I'll well, be honest, Mike, that's a long stretch for right. Peyton. Yeah, it kick is. kicker that well, long. And, five years. Yeah, and,
3: all I know is I'm glad Garrett Harley did not choke uh, to, uh, in that Vikings game, NFC Championship, in the Super Bowl. He was three for three. Right.
4: And, I mean, that's and right. Mike –
2: in his final year, in 2013 with the Saints and Sean Payton, he was 22 of 30.
4: Oh, that ain't that.
2: I'm not sure 73% is going uh, to make it. You know, it, gets so, you it so, what have you
3: done for me lately? Right, he's uh, gone. Uh, yeah. but, but then Groupie, look at Groupie. He was like 75% around there, but he made his 50-yarder. Well, yeah. So, I'll tell you, Groupie right now. Uh, the watch of the game-winning kicks or potential kicks against uh, against the Bucks and the Falcons. He got to make it if you want to jog this you know, kick in the, the future. The crazy
4: thing is we talked about Koo, the kicker from Atlanta.
3: And what happens the next week?
4: He misses two. Not one. But two he, uh, field goals. Uh, and, a hit, and he like 90%. Right.
3: Right the, the only thing, I don't know, groin, hip flexor, he, yeah. he was. Uh, he wasn't quite uh, healthy. A, 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 the Falcons aren't getting rid of uh, what? Koo. ain't no uh, way he, in the not, world. Because it wasn't like he was healthy and missing it. Oh, he's awesome yeah. as a kicker.
2: I was kind of surprised. In fact, it, the, somebody asked us, after the car sack in that first drive, that would have been, what, 53,
0: 54? 55. 55? 55. 55,
4: yeah.
2: You know, that maybe you don't take a chance of going up 3 nothing on that first drive. I mean. It's easy to say afterwards, but, I mean, he's definitely – he kicked it before. You know, I, I didn't see him. Did you watch him in warm-ups, Deuce? I didn't watch Blake in warmups. So, I have a no, question, I have a
3: question you. for you at Deuce, uh, Hoss, uh, You yeah, all right there. Uh, well, we went for it on Fortnite all the time. I think Dennis Allen was saying, like, damn, I don't know if we really could stop
0: them." Uh, that, that's well, why he was overly you. aggressive? He's telling you without telling you. That, that, that's what I think. That's what, I mean, <laughs> you, you need a touchdown. So yeah. All right. <laughs> You needed touchdowns, and you were struggling to slow them down and stop them. Yeah, uh,
2: especially late. Now, early that the first, you know, the one at the end of the first half. I don't. I mean, he might uh, he might say differently now, but it's easy when you well, know the result. Well, we but they weren't fourth and one or fourth and two. You went fourth and five, fourth yeah. and five, fourth and seven.
3: That that's a little desperation. We got to keep pace. But uh, I still look at it. We shouldn't have got to one when we were, it was ten to seven Not by Chris Olave catch the ball. Okay, uh, get your head around. Catch the ball, then we don't have to worry about four down. The ball hit him in the grill. No, come on. (laughs)
2: Let's take a break. We are at the Rouses. Can't miss us. Right off the Goodby exit in Covington. It's off right off Bootlegger Road. We have Hormel Cured Spiral Sliced Ham on sale for 97 cents a pound. All the fictions, just stop by, say hello. Get all of your holiday fictions, your liquor, your wine, your beer, your desserts, everything right here at Thorouses. Come see Bobby Aber, Mike Dettelier, Deuce Callister, and myself. We're here till 3 o'clock this afternoon. Back after this on WWLAMFM.com, always free on the Odyssey app.
5: Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
2: Welcome back. Mike Oss here with a special edition of WWL Sports Talk. We are live at the Rouse's on Bootlegger Road in Goodby, Covington, you'll find us. You find Bootlegger Road. It's the Rouse's right there. Pick up a flyer when you walk in. Get a coupon for $10 off of the Angus Choice Standing Rib Roast, And that is a Merry Christmas. And you guys talked earlier with Carrie. And I think people are doing a lot less traditional things for Christmas, you know, uh, because they just did turkey most people for Thanksgiving. So you, you will see some diversification out there. Which I'm fine with. But we still still having the turkey. I don't care what we have. You want to have some other stuff and be diverse, I'll knock yourself out. But we're still having the turkey. Man, have got to have the
4: turkey. Brisket for me, what I love, seafood gumbo. Yeah. Okay, I can eat that chicken and sausage gumbo anytime. I can eat the seafood gumbo anytime, too, so let me put it that way. But, man, I, I love seafood gumbo and uh, the brisket for me. It's a little off.
2: I'm making. Uh,
4: but it, it, it
2: is what it is. When I get, not today, when, tomorrow I am making my turkey and I'm doing uh, gumbo for Christmas. and okay. So I'll be doing that. Joining us now on the phone is Corey Glory. He's the voice of the Tulane Green Wave. Corey, welcome to the show and happy holidays to you. Happy
0: holidays to you, fellas. Thanks for having me. Corey, where we talk sports and food, as you can see.
2: Yeah, that's right. Sometimes sports.
6: Yeah, but I'm we down, always talk I'm, about I'm, food. If you want to talk food, let's do it. Let's talk food.
2: So, Corey, I'm, the, I think the last time that Deuce and I had spoken to you um, fans in the pro, we were getting ready for conference championship. And everything was just, you know, I don't know, if, call it rosy, call it what you want, but I mean, just it's been a lot of things in flux over there, right? I mean, it's still a program on the way up. It's still a lot of great things, but man, it's been a kind of a tumultuous few weeks, huh?
6: that's an understatement the, the month of december has been uh rocky it has been uh, certainly eventful and not always for the good reasons but it has uh, still barreled through this game on wednesday and so there you know they still have enough motivated people that are going to hit the field in annapolis to, to get a win and to finish with 12 wins but there's no question when we last talked Uh, Things have definitely changed in terms of the environment. It's starting to pick back up with John Summerall coming in. That has been a huge boost to a lot of people there. But, yeah, there's been a lot of clouds that this team's been trying to push out of the way here before they get ready for Wednesday. Corey,
4: I think one of the things I always remember when coaching changes happen, uh, especially when you get coach move on. Sam Jankovich told me this years ago. He was the athletic director at Miami of Florida. So he told me, Mike, I went through Howard Schnellenberger, Jimmy Johnson, Dennis Erickson, Butch Davis. Wouldn't you rather have a coach or guys on your staff that other people want, or do you want them to be on the Social Security system? His deal is always, man, I want the best coaches I can get that want to be here. And I think for Tulane, you got a guy, if you were to ask right after Willie left, who would you want to go after It would have been John Summerall. He would have been the guy, I think, 90% of the people would have said, that's the guy, and you were able to land him, and now he's going to piece together that staff. Some of it is at Troy today. But you know what? I would much rather have that guy everybody's after than a guy that's middle of the road and he ain't going nowhere
6: there's no doubt and to get a guy who was a finalist for mississippi state in this cycle who very likely was going to be the coach at kentucky had mark stoops been able to stay on at texas a&m To get a guy who is on SEC coaching radars now two years running and to get him to come here, it shows where the program is. I think it it certainly alleviates concerns that fans might have who have been part of this program for a long time about the commitment to making this program have some winning, staying power. I know that was a deep concern for a lot of folks once Fritz left. This should alleviate those worries because you bring in this guy with this track record who has coached at Tulane before and you can feel the passion and the genuine honesty radiate from him when you just sit down and talk with him. I mean, it's why there's, you know, even though things have been so weird over the last couple of weeks getting ready for the military bowl. I mean, it's a big reason why there's still just a lot of positive attitudes surrounding the program What John Summerall has come in and just injected even though he won't be part of this game He is a part of this program right now and you can feel it right now in
0: well, Cory and I was I was Go gonna ahead. you you actually uh, Commented on two of the points that I was gonna make as well. I mean he was you know in the running heavily for the uh, Mississippi State uh, job as well as the uh, Kentucky job. I mean, it was pretty much known that he would have been the guy that Kentucky would have hired, like you said, if Coach Stoops does leave and, you know, take the uh, Texas A&M job. You know, I think for, for, for me, um, the next step, obviously, Tulane controls it, but they don't really control it. What happens with Florida State as, as they try to get out the ACC or, you know, the uh, Atlantic Conference, and does Tulane – are they able to get into, I don't want to call it a better conference, but a, a well, basically a better conference. A better conference. Yeah, a, a, yeah. A, a better conference. I mean, because as things continue to change and uh, the NCAA, we'll just say uh, lacks power, control, whatever it, it may be, can Tulane get into that conference where uh, it elevates them completely? Because the, the, on the on the field, they're doing it. They've done it. Now it's just being able to get that TV money that your SEC schools get or the Big Ten gets where they can really uh, take the program to the next level.
6: Yeah, you're bang on there too. And now if it spins back around in the coming years and say Florida State does find a way out to maybe one or two other programs in that league, go the same direction like a Clemson who's in the same boat as Florida State you know Tulane is in that top group right now of programs and and athletic departments that would be on the radar of an ACC especially when you look at bringing SMU over like what will happen next year and you got a couple programs in the American that are positioning themselves to be in the discussion next time out and so You know, making sure that football stays at this level or close to it. You're competing for a conference championship yearly, you're competing for a college football playoff spot starting next year and getting the facilities upgraded throughout the course of the department you know it, it now it that, that attention that long-term goal goes to david harris who starts things officially in a couple of weeks here but is already at a home run with his first real act as athletic director here and it goes to the school itself to position this whole university to where if the acc comes calling it is a legitimate discussion and they are ready to make that move. And so there's no doubt that that's got to be in the long-term picture, especially with what's happened in the last 24 hours and what Florida State yeah. might be trying to do here. It's definitely got to be in focus.
3: Yeah, you, know, you mentioned Florida State. You look at the Atlantic Coast Conference. Uh, it just goes to show you the name. What does that mean? It's like uh, the Saints and the Falcons in the NFC West. Uh, there's nothing west about New Orleans and Atlanta. And you look right now, Stanford and Cal and SMU in the Atlantic Coast Conference. What? <laughs> if you're trying to teach somebody geography, they can get all confused, considering uh, what's coming about with that. Uh, when you look at Florida State and their situation and the leverage they have, and the uh, you know uh, not wanting necessarily to be a part of that athletic uh, ACC uh, athletic conference in the future. But uh, what is your take when you look at college football in general? I was reading where all of a sudden you look at the Pac-12, who do they have left, and it looks like it's in their favor, Oregon State and Washington State, and the revenue sharing and all that uh, looks like it's going to benefit them. But then they're going to be in a different conference. I can't even think of the conference's name off the top of my head, but in the Olympic sports. So it's like all of a sudden, <laughs> what is going on? It seems like it changes almost, if not month to month. Uh, just wait, I like it change before even the summer comes around.
6: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I saw that too. Oregon State and Washington State are going to be playing Olympic sports in the West Coast Conference. And that's the agreement they just struck. So like Gonzaga, that's where they are for basketball. So that's where they are going to start playing Olympic sports. And they signed a scheduling agreement for football in the Mountain West. So I think what this has shown over the last couple of years is that when it comes to certainly college football, but in the broader sense of college sports, there's not a ton of adults in the room with the NCAA and you saw just how quickly they relented last week with the multiple transfer rule the lawsuit that got filed in Ohio and now everyone can play if you've transferred more than once and how quick they backed off of that you know and then you add into it everything that's gone on with Tulane the last couple of weeks is a product of college football's postseason colliding with its season. And there's no good way to handle situations like what's happened with with one coach leaving and another coach coming in. And it's been messy. There's no doubt about it. So college football and college athletics is a strange mix right now. But you have to find a way to keep pace. And I think that's where Tulane knows they have to be, whether it's on the field or off the field. Um, they know that this keeps spinning rapidly, and they're in the discussion. They're in the mix here. Now they got to stay involved even if it gets a little bit more volatile.
3: Now, uh, you know, uh, when you look at it in history, because uh, we all like history, or, or at least I do, I look at, like, uh, boy, going back to the 60s, whatever. <laughs> we all
2: like history.
3: Uh, uh, no, no, I said at least I do. But I look at, like, Georgia Tech and Tulane, uh, boy, how leaving the SEC – how that affected that them. And then but Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, look at how they've the benefits by being in the SEC from a financial standpoint. But when you agree, like I look at, I don't know, i look at like private schools. I'll look like at like a Duke, uh, a Vanderbilt. I'll look at Tulane. I'll look at the prestige of SMU. And, and I say, if SMU uh, could do it, uh, why not Tulane? You know, you look at Stanford. You know, you go against Ivy League, kind of. But Tulane has that reputation, whether you look at north, south, east, west, whether it be like a Vanderbilt, uh, SMU, Stanford, whatever. Tulane's uh, right there. And so uh, do you think the administration has the vision to realize how important sports is, not only from an academic standpoint, as far as uh, when you look at the university, but uh, from a financial standpoint, I mean, we've got to keep up with the Joneses, like the SMU's, Vanderbilt's, or standards of the world.
6: I think you're feeling that shift that direction, over the, certainly over the last two years, with what football has provided just Tulane on a national stage, the, the enrollment numbers went skyrocketing up after the Cotton Bowl, and, and there is a direct connection to things like that, and and I go back to John Summerall's press conference a few weeks ago when he said, you can have a prestigious academic university and a high level acad- athletic department work hand in hand. And you rattled off some of those schools that have figured out that mix. Duke, Stanford is in that category. And, and so there, there are ways to make this happen. It's just gotta make sure that everyone's aligning and seeing eye to eye and you're feeling that happen I think this this football hire shows that it seems to be on the same page, just got to keep on moving it forward here so that when the ACC comes calling, you are in that position to be in a conference with a Duke or a Virginia and these schools that do succeed on both planes. Well, Corey,
2: it's Wednesday, the Virginia Tech Hokies in the Military Bowl. Are you already in Annapolis?
6: No, I've not come up to Illinois for the holiday weekend here. I'll be flying out <laughs> on good. Tuesday. So
2: Well, you'll enjoy it. It's a beautiful beautiful place and I I'm from Virginia. And my school, James Madison, is about to play Air Force at 2:30. So Come on, Hoss, we got I, money I, on I'm, James uh, Madison. I'm, uh, anybody that can beat Virginia Tech makes my day, baby. So you guys do, <laughs> do well on Wednesday and bring home big W. Well,
3: well and, and like Hoss is saying, uh, you went to I making that jump. Uh, look James at James Madison, Madison was right. outstanding.
2: Yep. Yep. Well We got we got an hour and a half talk about James Madison. No, they we were outstanding. Hey, Corey, good luck. I know it's been a heck of a season. I know it's been a very roller coaster December. We appreciate your time. Happy
6: holidays to you. Thank you, fellas. Happy holidays to you and yours. Happy holidays to you, Corey. We've
2: got to take a break. Mike Hoss, Bobby Aber, Mike Detillier, and Deuce McAllister, we're at the Rouses. Right in Goodbeat, right off the exit of Goodbeat. It's on Bootlegger Road. We're here till 3 o'clock. Come by, say hello, and get all of your holiday meals. If you need to get some bourbon, we, we might have some holiday soft red white, bottled in bond, Missouri straight bourbon whiskey. We might or might not have that. 100 proof. We might, huh? So come by, say hello.
3: And, and also, we come back. Uh, I, I want to pick up on a little bit about James Madison, boy. All of a sudden, they get game day, and then uh, and then, uh, then uh, no,
0: no, come Baloof. on, come, on. It, come on, it happens, it happens.
3: It's so come close, but th- so far, got, they've, James they've,
0: Madison is one <laughs> of three undefeated <laughs> basketball teams. Uh-oh. That's right. Uh oh.
2: I have not. I have not turned my attention to basketball yet.
0: <laughs> so win today, James Madison.
4: Two thirty.
2: 30, baby. Beat <laughs> Air Force, although, you know, God, God bless the Armed Forces. Yep. Take a break. Special edition of Sports Talk here at the Rouse's, www.amfm.com, always free on the Odyssey app.
5: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
1: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
4: On a special edition of Sports Talk here on Big Eight Seventy, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby A. Bear, Deuce McAllister, Mike Hoss. We at Rouse's Markets here in Covington. Come on by and visit us. And um, a and lot to talk about. But, guys, uh, last night, Bob, and I, and I wanted to say this. Man, w- Georgia what Tech. happened last night? Yeah, Georgia, Georgia Tech, they get off to a slow start. Yeah, Central Man, Florida. Central Florida circled the field on them. Got a dude wide open in the end zone, drops the pass. And from that moment forward, Georgia Tech totally dominated that football Was game. JPP
0: the quarterback? I didn't yeah. get to watch that game. Yeah. Uh, John, um uh, what's his name? He played at Ole Miss. Yes, and he, he, he went, did. He went, down, he went down with Gus down there. And uh, uh, Central Florida's had a tough year. I think both of those teams were 6-6. Six and six And you know who the quarterback was for jo- Georgia Tech? He was a former Texas, Texas A&M, A&M quarterback. quarterback okay. yeah. And he was uh, basically a runner, and I think he's basically been a runner for them. But, boy, he been, threw
4: uh, the ball well last night, Deuce. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, uh, he really did. And once they dropped that pass in the end zone, they settled for a field goal. From that moment forward, Georgia Tech dominated from, I would say, well, the three-quarter part in second quarter into the second half.
3: Well, uh, you, know, you know, you watch the news in the morning. I'm watching
0: SportsCenter and all that. Uh,
3: What's uh, your morning? You,
0: you mean 11.30, 12 o'clock? Because you had to get up early today to be no, here, Bobby. I, no,
3: no, I, I usually but,
0: get up at 8-ish. You don't get up at 8 o'clock. You get up at 12 o'clock.
3: No, Deusel, no I don't, I'm not in college anymore. Uh, come on. Uh, no, no, I I, I definitely would. Uh, I'd be Western European and take a siesta. Uh, you no, know, that, uh, that part is true, t- t- too. To do that in about uh, 20, uh, 30 minutes. I-, I can sleep in my truck. I can go out there right now. If I need to take a nap, I can sleep in my uh, truck. We're just, we're just I can tell, like tell you up. some Tuesdays. You, you, you rarely don't get up at 8 uh, o'clock uh, in the morning. Well, no, I had to get here, though. I had to get to Covington. No, it could be. I should say it here at Rouse. It could be. But – I'm looking, you know, always like I'm a fan of top ten. Okay. And uh, you bring it up to Central Florida, you know, game against Georgia Tech. The number one, the number one play on top ten was the damn uh, Central Florida. Look up the Central Florida defense backs interception. Yeah. I don't not. I don't know Holly. <laughs> Holly intercepted this ball with one hand. Deuce, look up. It was wow. a great.
4: It was a great pickoff. Now, really now
3: they end up losing, but he made an unbelievable interception. It was like might be one of the greatest interceptions. I don't know how it didn't hit the ground. One of the greatest interceptions ever by a Central uh, Florida player Nate him, but obviously that off the fast start they ended up losing to Georgia couldn't, Tech. Couldn't close it. Yeah, the, the yeah. one thing
4: with. with romley at at quarter he's going to play wide receiver be a return man in the nfl
0: uh i don't even know if he's a return man he's he, he's a receiver he's a skill guy um that you you just got to give him the football yeah he's a gadget he, guy. he's a gadget guy he's a gadget guy i mean but i don't know if he catches punts he's never really returned punts. i've never he's, seen punley ne- do that well no he and, yeah, he and, and he's, he's never really returned kickoffs as well i mean but i'd give him a shot i'd give him a shot at kickoffs punts a little bit different i mean because if you're catching a punt you've got a you've got a have done that before. To throw him in in the NFL, that'll be a little tough. I mean, for me, seeing him, he's a tremendous athlete. Oh. Tremendous athlete. He was a great baseball player, yeah, was, too. He, he was, I don't want to call him a five-star, but he was close as far yeah. as, uh, he had every tool as far as baseball was concerned except the curveball. I mean, and that, that's run a lot of uh, baseball players or guys off oh. of the diamond, the curveball. Well, well, the
3: deuce. Uh, tell sp- him the Dion
0: a- story. A- no, no uh, Dion, I'm ready to tell this story because I like money.
3: Uh, but you want to talk about baseball. What if you played with the freaking Dodgers? Okay, and if you're from Japan, you might say, well, it shows you the world is truly global. Well, I mean, you look uh, at the fan base that they uh, have. Uh, 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 let me tell you, the Dodgers are trying to win a damn, buy a Bayer championship.
5: And I don't know <laughs> if they're
3: going to even win one. <laughs> uh, no. uh, but, but, dudes, they're trying. They're trying, but I don't know if they're going to uh, win uh, it. And they're outbidding the Yankees. Yankees the yes. It yeah. don't matter about New York. How about, I, I don't want to butcher his first name, but I'm just going to say I think uh, Yomamoto. Uh, you look at the Dodgers just signed him, the pitcher, the the pitcher $325 million. Okay, so when you look at that, between him and Otani, so you're talking about two players off a billion
0: dollars right. for two players. And
3: you, the deferral, he, he, the deferral
0: <laughs> of the money is what really set them up and how yeah, they're able to put right. it off.
3: Yeah. Uh, that, you, that's why I look at, like, uh, the Yankees. Oh, yeah, you know, he's going to be top dog. We're going to buy a championship. The Dodgers said not so fast. Okay, and that pitcher has never faced a, ma- a major league Player. No, he's pitched in Japan. And his life never he has He pitched for, it. I don't even know how to pronounce the, uh, how you say it in Japanese. It looks like Oryx to me. O-R-I-X. The Buffaloes. Don't the make RX, me tell your story. The Oryx Buffaloes. <laughs> seven seasons, his ERA was 1.8. Oh, that's. that's seven O-o- seasons. Over seven seasons. Seven, seven seasons. Not one, one year. No. Uh, and so, So, like, like Mike said, he didn't even play in America. He just played Never. the Japanese. How they love baseball post-World War II. I mean, they love baseball. But you look at Yomiata and Otani, the Asian, you know, we two players, a billion dollars, but the marketing and advertising, they're going to make that up with the Asian community.
4: Okay, here's the crazy part. The general manager, of the Dodgers, is a former Tulane pitcher. Oh. oh He's wow. from Massachusetts. There you go. But he's a former Tulane pitcher. That's but he knows got how got to connection.
3: spend somebody else's money real well. Well, as long, I as, they, that uh, too. As, long as they <laughs> win the World Series. Gotta take
2: a break. By the way, uh, Otani signs for $700 million. Dr. Rick Weiner, our statistician, the other night goes, $700 million. A lot of money for the Dodgers. 14% of what this building we just played in, we are playing in SoFi. 14% of what that building costs. That dude's making $700 million.
3: $700 million, then you look $300 million plus. That's all two oh, players m- over a billion. Come unbelievable.
2: On. All right, come on by. We're at the Rouse's on Bootlegger Road in Covington, right at the Goodby exit. Pick up a flyer. When you walk in, get a coupon for $10 off of the Angus oh, wait, Choice wait, 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 standing. Hold on, we're not there yet, boys. Okay. Off of the Angus oh, Choice wow. standing rib roast, and that is going to be a Merry Christmas. It's a special edition of Sports Talk. Come by see season until 3 o'clock this afternoon here on WWLAMFM.com. Always free on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Mike Haas, Bobby Hebert, Mike Detillier, Deuce McAllister. We're at the Rouses in Goodby right on Bootlegger Road. Come by, say hello. Get the special $10 off the Angus Choice Standing Rib Roast. A lot more coming up in the next hour. We'll talk Pelicans with David Grubb. The news is coming up next. We're here until 3 o'clock for another hour, so come by, say Hello. Keep it right here on www.amfm.com. Always free in the Odyssey app.
1: Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors, starting at just 3 dollars Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery.
5: Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms, and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalyp, speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified.